0: Maxie, I'll tell you what, I'm excited. Yes,
1: yeah, Sambo, what's going on?
0: Mate, uh, you know I've been a, a long-time fan of uh, Cloud High Come Up. I, I've featured him on the show a few times. You, you know the one.
1: We have. We have. I do, I've, I've definitely been jamming uh, his music, that's for sure. Mate,
0: I am stoked to hear that because we've got Alex, aka Cloud High Come Up, on the line. How's it going, man?
2: Yeah, I'm good. How are you?
0: Very well. Thank you so much for taking the time out to chat to us on... A beautiful UK morning, I hope.
2: Yeah, yeah. Literally just woke up half an hour ago. <laughs> That's all right. We've got your first thing. Yeah. Nice and fresh, unfiltered. <laughs> well,
0: um, so, uh, the way we like to open this show, um, I might be cutting Maxie's grass here, but um, the way we like to open the show, if you have heard before, is sort of get inside your, your Spotify or your Apple Music and sort of get a gauge on what's been spinning on the playlist
2: lately. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll just load it up. (laughs) Go for it. Uh, one thing I've been jamming to the last week is uh, a new EP from The Breathing Backwards called Swing Sets. Okay. Six bangers on that. Uh, I don't know if you know (laughs) break Uh break-ins, if you know Breakins. Uh who else? The thing is, I listen to a lot of underground artists, I don't know if I'm just gonna reel off a load of names like <laughs> you've never heard of before. <laughs> it.
1: Yeah. That's what we like though. We love <laughs> when we we get those ones. Yeah, uh
2: yeah, a lot of Breakins. Um Who else, who else, who else, who else? I went through a bit of a post hardcore day the other day. You oh, can jump into yeah. Tushi more La Dispute.
0: That's right up my yeah. there. I like it. Maxi, yeah. you might be the odd one out here, but. <laughs> I think I might be. the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. They
1: sound like a. I mean, that's a good spread, though. I mean, it sounds. Uh, if you're going from, from post hardcore through to. Uh, well, really, anything else? You've got a good spread on at least.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, have you been? You been keeping yourself entertained and, and and sort of sane during COVID lockdown over in the UK?
2: Yeah, I've been. Well, it's not been that much different to a normal day, to be honest. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've literally just been making music, playing, cod, <laughs> sleeping, and drinking. And that's about it.
1: All... You've been nailing those drops in, in Warzone on Call of Duty. Yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> 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 oh yeah, I've literally played it every single day with my friends. That's not a bad way.
0: That's like spend. a pretty good. Yeah, play. I was gonna say that's a good yeah. way to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's all right. Um, so for people who might not sort of know you so well and um, sort of hear your name and go, who's that? Um, can you give us so, a bit of background on your, your musical story and, um, sort of your, your, music in general?
2: Yeah. So started making music about two years ago. So not that long, um, basically came across like the underground music scene littered with artists who were just making music out of their bedroom. So I just decided to try it myself and then created this project. It was absolutely diabolical at the start. <laughs> and then just slowly learned how to produce and sing over the last couple of years.
1: Very nice. I mean, there's like, you write these kind of really beautiful, intricate tunes, but there's all these like stacks of different elements in there. How, how do you categorize your, your sound, I guess?
2: Sad. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know yeah just yeah something you don't put on at a party uh, <laughs> unless you want to clear the room yeah yeah definitely no, that's,
0: that's actually music to my ears pun intended <laughs> because every time I talk so Max and our other co-hosts give me shit all the time for being a sad boy
2: yeah like,
0: I'm glad I've got this is a bit of a... Uh, this is sticking it to you, Max here. I'm glad I've got the artist himself saying, <laughs> I write sad music. Because <laughs> now I feel like it's okay to be a sad boy. So... Yeah, with the majority
1: of them. No. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel outnumbered here. Like, like, <laughs> sad boy Sam comes onto the pod and we're all like, oh, come on, Sam. But, no, I'm... I, I, now I'm in the absolute minority. You're going to get around, around it. good. <laughs> I suppose, like, also... Like you say, sad, but there's a lot of sort of different influences in there. Do you like? Do you find that there's any particular artists that you are drawn towards or admire, or do you just try to like sort of steer your own path in that sense?
2: Yeah, so there's, there's so many, there's literally too many artists to even name that are in uh, that are <laughs> in like the underground scene. There's so many cool artists who are unsigned, uh, making music out the bedroom, and I literally just take influence from them.
1: <laughs> nice. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. That's at least you all like all you're all rising on the same tide. Yeah, definitely. In that sense.
0: Mm. Well, let's chat about the most recent single then, "Under My Skin." It's sort of yeah. It brings a new energy to your songs that you know. There's a little bit, um, I, I guess, a heavier beat to it than we've seen in the past. And um, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I guess can you give us a bit of insight into the influences and, and inspiration behind the track?
2: Yeah, yeah, so I made, well, I produced that song with uh, another producer called Brody uh, from the States. Um, When did we even, we made it quite a while ago. Uh, We made it sometime in 2019. And I literally had the worst writer's block trying to write something to it. So I literally just set it aside for months and months and months and just kept coming back to it. And then one time, I literally press record and freestyled almost the entire song um, <laughs> after failing about uh, 50 times before then.
0: Okay. So when you freestyle, I mean, this is coming from a guy who doesn't know a, a thing about studio or, or rap or anything like that. But when you freestyle, yeah. does it literally just come for your head, from your head or is there a little bit of planning behind it
2: before you so, so when i freestyle i literally freestyle jargon for the entire song and it makes no sense whatsoever and then i just keep the recording and put words like i don't how to explain it formulate words into the jargon so it makes sense <laughs> if you listen to like the original recordings of my songs they're absolutely comical because they just don't make any sense whatsoever <laughs>
1: That sounds like a
0: good B-side release, I think, (laughs) for for, for an EP. (laughs) We could see Cloud Eye come up mumble rap album.
2: I think I'd lose every support
1: I have. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen that Louis Theroux bit where he goes to that, like, um, rap Yeah. In in Atlanta or something, and he just, like, starts (laughs) spitting out anything. It's great.
0: (laughs) Louis Theroux is my profile for my laptop when I log in. So, shout out to Louis if he... Not that he will. He, that's a dream for us, but... Oh, I've, I've literally
2: <laughs> been through every single one of his episodes on Netflix. Oh, he's
0: so good. good oh. He's every... A hundred times. Every I'm journo's good. dream, Louis. <laughs> but, Louis aside, we, we can come back to him. Um, I guess, touching on what you said before, that your music is just, you know, a sad mood, it does have quite intimate lyrics and clearly comes from quite a vulnerable and heartfelt place as well. So when you're in the studio, I mean, do you ever find it tough to sort of be so vulnerable on record?
2: Not really, because the studio is in my apartment, so (laughs) I'm just (laughs) by myself. (laughs) And yeah, it's not that difficult. Um, I find it easy to write sad songs. I've tried writing happy songs and they all sound like ass. (laughs) Um, yeah I don't know it just comes just comes that's alright and
0: when you I guess when you release stuff like that a lot of people obviously connect with it on a a deeper level do you find I mean we've spoken to some artists and they find it quite difficult to sort of I guess um, handle being told you know oh you saved my life or this got me through a really you know tough time how do you sort of deal with Um, People coming to you expressing their gratitude for your music.
2: Oh, I think it's sick. Um, Obviously, when someone messages you saying they're going through a lot of shit, it's hard to reply to. But yeah, I'm grateful for every single message that I get. So sick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: Do Do you find that? um, I mean, obviously, a lot of like lyrically, a lot of the content that you touch on is sort of sad in that sad more vulnerable space yeah, yeah. but the music itself is also you know has this kind of uh very subdued mellow nature yeah do you find when you're working with collaborators like producers in the u.s mm. that they maybe like is there ever a disconnect between what you're trying to get across with their like, <coughs> beat production or something like that and, and your lyrical
2: content no never because i think carefully about which producers i'm working with i know what type of music they already make One example is a producer from Oxford called Aiden, who I've worked with on countless songs. We must we're working on three songs right now, and I know exact. I'll send him all the uh, instruments and stuff like that, and I know exactly how it's going to sound before he's even made the beat. Uh, So working with people I'm familiar with definitely helps.
1: Yeah, creates that kind of like. No, not quite a closed circle, but, like, a, a tight-knit community that, that sort of helps to, like, produce that music, I guess. Yeah, man. I was
2: going to
0: say, I mean... And, oh, no, you, oh, sorry, you, you go, Maxie. <clears throat> no, go for it, Big Well, I was going to say, I mean, if you look through even just your Spotify, Alex, and you see, you know, all the um, producers like Aiden that you've worked with, and, I mean, there's... Is it, is the underground scene, I guess, quite tight-knit? Like, it seems... I mean, they, they always say that the music industry is a very small place, but yeah. does there, is there sort of like strong bonds and collaborations between a, a heap of different artists you find?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, the underground has positives and negatives. Um, obviously, it can be quite like click-based a lot of the time, but it is quite a, a small space and everyone practically knows everyone. Um, mm. But I think, yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. we
1: have I mean here in Australia especially in Brisbane where, where Sam and I are it, there's a, a very limited um, number of sort of venues within <laughs> within anywhere that that sort of play or like host you know live shows yeah. for um, underground and alternative artists yeah. do you find do you find that that I mean apart from, I suppose, London would have a a fair number. Do you find that it can be tough to book gigs live in the UK?
2: Yeah. Um, Literally, I've seen one underground artist ever in the UK. Uh, Yeah, if if they're doing one show in England, they'll always be in uh, London. So that's four hours away from me. It's quite far. Um, But yeah, there's definitely a lot more going on in the States than there is in the UK. But yeah.
1: Yeah. I can imagine it certainly would have, uh, you know, London would take the lion's share of that action. Yeah, man.
2: Whenever you see a band um, or an artist uh, going on tour <coughs> and they're only doing one show in the UK, literally it's London every single time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone's got to hop a train. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it, literally it was only, other, only the other day. I mean, call me naive, but I didn't realise how big like the UK was and that London wasn't, you know, an hour away from everyone. I'd... Yeah. Like, so whereabouts are you based, Alex?
2: So I live about 20, 30 minutes away from Leeds, about uh, okay. an hour away from Manchester. So okay. up, up, up north.
0: I mean, at least you get <laughs> Reading and Leeds, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I've been uh, twice. It's a good festival.
0: Oh, that's, that's bucket list for me. Maxie, if we ever make money, we're going over. Yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> The
1: UK festival scene is is so much better than the Australian festival scene. But <laughs>
2: never, I... uh, huge.
0: no, you go, you go.
2: Oh uh, yeah, I've never heard of uh, any festivals in a Aus. I don't know if the big sure. one that you would have
1: heard, if you if you hear of any, is, is Splendor in the Grass. Is usually the, oh, the yeah. one that we yeah. we put out. Um, it's our smaller, less good Glastonbury, <laughs> world, but uh, um, still somehow a little bit warmer, even though it's the middle of winter. Yeah. Mm. Um, but so I suppose like you you're referencing a lot, like you know, sort of like the underground scene, and and I suppose in the last probably. Five or so years, there's been that just massive explosion of bedroom producers putting together like a really good music from from you know without sort of the the infrastructure of the huge studio setup. Yeah, yeah. Do you find that it's it's difficult to get um, sort of exposure in a dense environment like that? Like you've obviously risen above a lot of the pack, but how do you, how do you find that that sets up? And, and what advice would you give to other people? Yeah.
2: So not only is like is there an underground scene full of artists, but there's also a plethora of uh, like YouTube channels with tons and tons of subscribers that are always looking for underground artists to promote. Um, I, that literally, I can't, can't even name them all. There's so, so many. So there is definitely ways of getting your music heard by a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it's probably not as easy as, say, a big signed band, but there's definitely ways around it if you're making good enough yeah. music.
0: And do you think that like you were saying before, London tends to get all the um, all the live shows. Do you think that plays an impact in, to the discovery of underground artists? Or do you think having the channels on YouTube and, and SoundCloud and stuff sort of still gives them a platform?
2: Yeah, the world is mad on the internet. It's so much um, more exposure you can get online than uh, a couple of shows. I don't, I don't really think... I think shows are more... When you've got an audience, you can interact with them live. But in the meantime, the internet's such a sick place for getting exposure.
0: Mm, and I guess lockdown aside, I mean, hopefully soon. So yeah. you said you said you were writing some music with aiden the producer. So what's yeah. the rest of the year look like for you, man? Do you can we expect some more music? I mean, obviously you can't get yeah, any live yeah. shows for a long time, but
2: yeah, um, yeah. I've got single after single ready to upload, uh, just figuring out when that's going to happen. I know one's coming out at the start of next month, um, I forget the date. I've got a song with Aiden coming out uh, called Vex, that's going to be, I've forgotten the date, I think the first Friday of June, but that might be wrong. Okay. Um, and then hopefully an EP this summer. But um, we'll see. <laughs>
0: that's <pretty> a <laughs> bit juicy, I like that. <laughs> well, that's sort of the, the main questions we have out of the way. So I guess um, if people wanted to reach out and, and find you on the, the socials and um, online in general, where would be the best place for them to find you?
2: Uh, any social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, OnlyFans. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, joking but yeah instagram twitter hot
1: sad boy instagrams that's sorry hot, hot sad boy only fans <laughs> i'm after i feel like there's <laughs>
2: a big audience there yeah i think we'll have to start <laughs>
0: well beautiful thank you so much for for taking the time to have a chat with us on the podcast alex and
2: we are very looking forward to uh what's to come yeah thanks for having me